I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Do you want to know what my own personal favorite wrestling move to do is? That's right, it's the Falcon Arrow. There was no need for me to do that. I just wanted to feel proud. Blue Eyes, yes, hello, my name is Cyber What Culture, and it's another one of those lists where you're going to go, oh my gosh, I can't believe he didn't insert my favourite move here. But never forget, that is what the comments is for. So let's get some people all riled up. And here are the 10 best wrestling moves in wrestling, damn it, right now. powerhouse Hobbs' spine buster. So for the people that don't like wrestling or just want to rag on wrestling, their favourite thing to say is, well, that move didn't look very real. Ha ha, what an absolute pile of crap. Now, when you do run into this individual, what I suggest you do is you sit them down, you slap them around the face, and you show them powerhouse Hobbs' spine buster. So honestly, this whole thing transcends eras because you could take the manoeuvre and you could put it in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, or today, and every single time, somebody would go, hot damn, I think he killed him. I mean, it certainly helps because William is absolutely massive, but it's the way that he grabs a guy and just slams them down to the mat. And again, because he is a monster, he does this effortlessly. And I've said this before on my Ups and Downs show, if he wanted to make that his finisher, he absolutely could. But actually, he has done a few times in the past. Number nine, Bron Breaker's spear. Now, going back to my own wrestling career, many a time at an event, I have used the spear as my finishing move. And I tell you, sometimes it can go very well. Sometimes it can absolutely suck. And the reason for this is simple. Goldberg. Because when Billy Boy used to spear people, he would just straight up football tackle them. Meaning the person taking it was like, oh my gosh, my ribs. Whereas us, the fans, were like, oh my gosh, that was brilliant. Now you can't really do that in 2022, and you probably shouldn't have been doing it back in 1998. But we do need to find a halfway house. And I think right now the best guy doing it... Bron Breaker. I do want to throw Ricky Starks in there as well because he does a damn good job but when it comes to Bron it looks like he absolutely annihilates his opponent without actually leaving them laying on the mat going don't know why I chose this career I was told it wouldn't hurt. I also think a major reason for this is because Breaker is so damn new to wrestling he's only had like half a match and he is already at that skill level and when you take all that information and put it in your brain 
Can't help but be impressed. Number eight, Wardlow's Powerbomb. Now, whether it's because he's doing the symphony version or just because he's super duper over, every time I see Wardlow do the Powerbomb, I just feel deep down in my tum-tum and I know that it's all warm and fuzzy. And there really isn't that much else to say about it. It's just one of those things that works. I mean, Wardlow does it very well. His form is very good. And he hits it on people like W. Morrissey, who you keep looking up and you never actually see his face because he's so damn tall. But it's wrestling, right? If something clicks, it just clicks. We're along for the ride. It also just makes sense, which is actually the secret sauce when it comes to sports entertainment. If you find the right move and you marry it up to the character, everyone's gonna be happy. Number seven, Dax Harwood's Slingshot Liger Bomb. Quick shout out to Pac, who also does an amazing Liger Bomb, but the reason that Dax Harwood gets in here is because he uses the ropes and given his character and his gritty ways, he just makes the thing look so damn edgy. Like every time he hits this, I stroke my non-existent beard. I'm like, <laughs> I hope the other guy's okay. It is yet another maneuver that could absolutely use as his finisher, but it also proves an equation I have had on the cards for a long time, which is move plus using the ropes equals fun times all round. And you can go and do the maths, but you will see that is legit. So far, I don't think he has pinned anybody with this, but it has resulted in so many damn near falls. I'm gonna stand here and cross my fingers and hope that soon it ends somebody's career. No, wait, no, not their career. I just wanted to win a match. Did it again. Number six, Malachi Black's jumping knee strike. And you could also throw Black Mass in here because he hits it so damn well every time. But I'm looking for the under the radar moves here, which is why I want to talk about his knee strike. I mean, seriously, how does he hit this without breaking somebody's jaw? It's also the speed of the thing because from nowhere he's taken a part of his leg and just smashed it into somebody's jaw. And actually, when you go through his whole arsenal, he does this time and time again. As far as I know, he's never hurt anyone. It just goes to show that if you do have some kind of martial arts background, you can use that and put it right into what you're doing in a wrestling ring. And once more, if anybody wants to tell you otherwise, just show them one of these, especially that one he did on Penta a few months ago. Honestly, scared the shit out of me. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
for me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Number five, Bianca Belair's KOD. Now, for my money, this is one of the best finishing moves going because Bianca Belair grabs her opponent, puts them on her shoulders with their face looking upwards, and then flicks them round and throws them right into the mat. And tying into her whole EST gimmick, you've got to be damn strong to do it. And she does it on everyone. What WWE and Bianca have done a great job with too is that sometimes she'll be losing a match, she'll get pissed off, and then she just grabs another wrestler and goes, whoop, hits the KOD, and that's it. One, two, three. And when you do have a maneuver that is devastating, example RKO, you can do this for 20 years and it never gets old. If you want proof of this one too, again, just go watch Bianca Belair versus Drop. I mean, that was a thing of beauty. Number four, Darby Allen and Nathan Frazier's suicide dive. CM Punk himself came out and said, oh yes, hello wrestling world. If you're doing a suicide dive, maybe you want to retire because ain't none of us doing it better than Darby Allen. And let's face it, he's right. I will still never get over it, no matter how many times I see it, because Darby doesn't do some elegant, graceful jump from the ring. He just runs, and he cannonballs himself through the ropes to the point when he hits his opponent on the outside, he just smacks right into them. So if you ain't ready for it, you're going to fall into the ground. I mean, I honestly don't get how he does it, and I also don't understand how he hasn't killed anybody up to this point. But I would also like to bring Nathan Frazier into the debate here. Because while I would put Darby Allen at number one and Nathan at number two, I mean, this is damn close. His is excellent as well. I mean, it's just all about the speed and the execution and the fact they don't give a shit. And I'll let you in on another secret. And sadly, I don't have footage of this. I did a suicide dive once and I caught my foot on the ropes and my face planted into the apron. I am a crap wrestler. Number three, John Moxley's bulldog choke. You want to believe in wrestling. I want to believe in wrestling. We all want to believe in wrestling. We can suspend our disbelief so that when we're sitting there, we're like, oh my gosh, this person is in peril. And nine times out of ten, this is usually when John Moxley is applying his bulldog choke. I mean, it really does help that Mox has totally found himself in the wrestling world at the moment, from his character to his moveset. But given that he is moving away from the paradigm shift just to try and choke people out, well now, people react to it, and don't forget, all it is is basically a modified sleeper, but when fans see it, they're like, oh boy, here we go. And this all comes down to the fact that Jonathan makes his matches feel like a fight. So let's say you were struggling to pin somebody, what is your natural reaction? It's like, okay, well I'm going to make you pass out, and a good way to do that is to throttle you. So it just works, and it just looks brutal. It didn't need any weird float overs or technical stuff. It's as basic as they come, but the execution rocks. Number two, Konosuke Takeshita's German suplex. Now, we have seen a lot of German suplexes across the years of wrestling. Brock Lesnar comes to mind. But for some reason, when Takeshita does his, as well as the bridge, and he goes into the pin, honestly, that thing should be up for some kind of an award. I mean, just take a look at this picture on the screen right now when he did it to John Moxley. I mean, not only is he bent over like a bridge, but his neck has to be the strongest thing ever. And look at his feet. He is on his tippy toes. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. He also has a wonderful snap on it that makes you feel like he just broke his opponent's neck. Which, don't forget, in the real world is what you'd be trying to do with a German suplex. 
And he almost did beat John Moxley with that move. And very soon, this is something else that should win a match. And in case you're wondering, no, I can't see it. <laughs> I'm just looking at the green screen. Number one, Will Ospreay's Hidden Blade. Now, I tell you this. I was always a big fan of Will Ospreay. But when we got to the Forbidden Door pay-per-view and he absolutely smashed it with Orange Cassidy... Well, I kind of feel like he moved to another level. And a huge reason for this is because at that pay-per-view and at the Dynamites and Rampages leading up to it, he hit so many damn people with the hidden blade where he takes his arm and just cracks somebody in the back of the head that he actually came across like a super-duper threat, even though he can do the flippy-dippy-doo-dah stuff too. And do not forget how terrifying this is. One, you have to have full trust in Will, because you are not looking at him, and you just have to kneel there and go, oh, it's about to hit me, it's about to come. I hope he doesn't crack me too hard. As far as I know, he's never hurt anybody with this, so you do have to give him a round of applause for being able to obscure the magic and making it feel as legit as possible, but it's also giving him a proper edge. Because do not forget, what he is saying here is, oh man, I can see somebody's brain holder. Why don't I try and crack it open? I don't know about you, but that ain't normal. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 